0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Rich Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Rich, and this is my podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I, uh, I'm i not going to be talking about what I plan to be talking about. I mean, I planned this part, but it's not. it wasn't intended for this week's episode. Uh, but I think uh, what I'm going to talk about today is really going to help some people get through Difficult times and kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel, even if right now you can't, you you can't see it. Even though right now you probably, uh, if you are in a in a hard time, you you're suffering a bit more than you should. And we've all been there. And what I'm going to be talking about today will ho- hopefully give you some tools to to get through that time however hard it is so yesterday I had one of the roughest days I've had in a long time the reason I want to talk about it is because of the way I handled everything I utilized patience and kindness all through everything that was happening especially with my state of mind that I was in I don't think what I did was easy by any means but like I was talking about last week I'm in a really good place mentally and while, yes, I did have a hiccup yesterday, I didn't let that set me back any more than it, it did in the moment. I acknowledged what happened and chalked it up as being one of those days. You all know what I'm talking about. Those days where everything that you do just goes against you. You just can't seem to find a win. And by the time you lay down to bed, you feel defeated. The worst thing you can do after days like that is to bring that energy to the next day. What happened yesterday is finished. It's in the past and you shouldn't give it any more energy than reflecting back on it and learning where you could have improved. Okay, let's get straight into the story. Monday night, I accidentally ended up taking two doses of my allergy medicine. I took it and I forgot if I took it. So I took it again and I realized like right after I took it that I actually did take it earlier. This royally fucked me the next day so much I had to call off of work. I ended up being in bed for 12 plus hours and I still felt drained when I woke up. So we're already off to a to a good start here, right? And I, I made some breakfast and I started watching TV just, you know, get my day going. And I had this new salad mix, not thinking of anything of it. And I've read the ingredients on it numerous times and everything looked okay. But I had a minor allergic reaction. My tongue started itching and I kept clearing my throat. So I ended up just taking one Benadryl. Usually if I have an allergic reaction, I'll take two to three Benadryl sometimes. So I thought one wouldn't affect me too much. And I can't remember the last time I had Benadryl. So (laughs) I should have known because that Benadryl, man, that Benadryl fucked me up. I was so close to knocking out again, but I was able to, you know, stay awake and after about four hours I took some pre workout and dragged my ass to the gym. At least I thought I was gonna go. You know, I got my car and my gym on a good day is about thirty minutes from my apartment, so I got halfway there and I decided to turn around. And then I went back home. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck, man? I listen, I don't understand why things like this happen. Sometimes I just, and very rarely this happens, but my gut wasn't telling me to go. I got halfway there and it was like, listen, Richard, let's just, we can go tomorrow, you know, get some stuff done at home. And it was kind of, and should I have listened to it? I don't know, but I did. So I went back to my home, um, to my apartment and I still felt, you know, I called off for work. I had this very unproductive morning. I didn't go to the gym, so now I'm kind of thinking I need to do something because at this point I'm I'm losing the day, and I I every day I wake up I gotta win the day, and I was severely down bad. I didn't I haven't done anything productive at this point besides get out of the house, but I didn't make it to the gym. So I decided let's go for a run. Let's do this. I haven't ran in a couple months. I do want to, you know, I'm trying to get ready for a marathon later at the end of this year. So let's, let's just get back into running, you know, um, more on that in next episodes coming up, but I, I already had pre-workout in me. So I was, I was fucking ready to go. I put my running shoes on, And I took my apartment key and I threw it in my pocket and I was on my way. As I was about to start running, I crossed the street and my left leg just, a sharp pain just ran right down it. Thinking nothing of it, I turned on my music, opened up my fitness tracker and I was on my way. I got a mile and a half done and I couldn't go anymore. I walked another mile and a half and as I was walking back to my apartment, you know, I reached into my pocket, I grabbed my key, well, I tried to grab my key, but nothing was there. It felt like a movie. As I reached into my pocket to grab my key, to my surprise, there was a huge hole in it. And at this point, I'm not annoyed because I know I can just go to my leasing office and get a new one. No big deal. So I walk all the way to the leasing office, which is about half a mile away from my apartment. I get there, and all the staff is busy, so I decide, okay, let's go all the way back to where I ran and try to retrace my steps. You know, it can't be that hard to find a key. Well, it is. You guys remember that sharp pain that ran down through my leg? That wasn't a nerve or a muscle acting up. That was my key falling out of my pocket, and I don't remember exactly where that happened, so I tried to retrace my steps, and I unfortunately, you know, I walked another two miles and I couldn't find it. So I went back to the leasing office and they made me a new key. You know, no big deal. I got back to my place to try it out and it didn't work. So, you know, at this point I'm exhausted. I probably walked around, well, walked and ran around eight miles in total. And I'm just, Oh, I'm just over it. Like my day, I've not done any besides this run. You know, and getting outside, I have not done anything productive, and I'm not thinking today is a W. Like I'm, it just in my mind, I'm like I've taken so many L's today, it's ridiculous. I try calling them because I don't want to walk back to the leasing office, but they wouldn't pick up. So I walked all the way back, and they gave me the original key for my place, uh, the one that they make. They make what's it called? Copies off of and then they gave me a new one, so I had two new keys, and the maintenance guy's like, it's gonna work now, you're good, no worries, I walk all the way back, and yeah, you guessed it, it didn't fucking work, so now I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm so over it, I'm so done, I've walked so many miles, and I'm just, I'm trying to call, I, I, I try calling them because I'm like, I'm not walking all the way back there, and again, no one answers, I'm like, like it's it's like that scene off of SpongeBob where he, he goes to the bus stop it's where is it like the bottom of Bikini Bottom or whatever and every time he turns around the bus comes and doesn't pick him up or every time like he looks away the bus comes and he misses it that, that's like me every time i leave the leasing office they get jam packed busy and then they can't answer my cell phone calls so then I walk all the way back and then they're not busy. It's like, okay, either you guys just don't answer the phone or, or you guys are actually busy. Like right when I leave, it's so weird to me. It, I was, I was losing my mind. So I walk all the way back and now I'm, now I'm like, I'm keeping it together, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty done with it. So I'm like, listen, someone's going back with me and the maintenance guy's like, oh no, for sure. For sure. Because He explained to me that he gave me the original key for my place and the fact that it didn't work means that they must have switched out, uh, switched out locks and they still got the old keys on file, which, you know, caused all the issues in the first place. So I'm like, guys, I'm not walking all the way back there. And they, they totally understood because they, they hop in the truck and I'm like, guys, I'm getting in the truck. Okay. So I'm like a hitchhiker at this point, but we get back to my place and they had to, you know, remove the lock and put a new one on. And about three hours later, and about nine miles of walking, I was finally back in my apartment. My brain was fried and I I lost the day due to this whole fiasco. Luckily, you know, the maintenance guys in the leasing office were very accommodating. They didn't charge me for anything in they really were in my best interest, even though it, w- it seemed like at the time that like they were fucking up and, yeah, you know, they, you know, they did fuck up because they never switched out the keys, but I'm not gonna, I'm not like, gonna <laughs> fucking murder them with a review because of that shit. Like it happens. And uh, I know long fucking story, but there's meaning to be found in it now. I believe everything happens for a reason, good or bad, there's a reason for it. And I truly believe I messed some stuff up calling off work. And this was just the universe getting me back on track, like the right direction, even if it meant dealing with some unfortunate events. And I was telling my buddy this, and he got a different mindset around it. He was telling me that there probably wasn't a reason for any of it, just unlucky things happened, and you were caught in the middle of it. And yeah... That could easily have been the case. Like, who knows? I'm just speculating here because no one can understand the complexities of the universe and how things are intertwined and connected. I just don't view things in that way. I look at things, both good and bad, as tests. How am I gonna? How am I getting tested today, and will I respond appropriately? I could have easily have marked yesterday as a bad day, and started today off by leaving a negative review on my leasing office for not handling the situation better, but what good would that have done? Let's say I did that, I wake up still angry about yesterday, I read a shit review calling out my apartment complex, then for the rest of the day I'm still mad, and the energy, that negative energy sticks to me throughout the rest of the day, I go to the gym pissed off and tarnish my reputation, I text my mom with a bad attitude, I drive angry, which leads to driving recklessly. I come home still upset, so instead of tackling the tasks I have to accomplish today, I distract myself with video games. Then go to bed not accomplishing anything more than leaving a bad impression on people, making myself look like a jackass, and then not moving forward with my life. It's stupid. Guys, do you realize that? That shit happens to a lot of fucking people. A lot of people let bad days keep them down. I know what it's like to do this shit and I'm over it. I've, I've been down that road so many times before, and the way I looked at it was, okay, the leasing office wasn't aware that the locks were different from the keys that they had, and yeah, that sucks, but they were very accommodating, and they helped me without charging me a thing, and yes, I may have not been as productive yesterday because of a series of unfortunate events, but I shouldn't have taken two of my allergy pills. I should have marked down that I took one and I wouldn't have needed to call off of work. That would have avoided everything that happened. And yes, that didn't happen. But it's good to look at things like this and figure out how to make sure that things like this don't happen again. Next time I go for a run, I make sure my pockets don't have holes in them. That's a simple learning lesson right there. Check your fucking pockets. Put it in a more secure place. I, I gotta make sure that I have a, a spare key in my car or something there are ways to ensure that these types of things don't happen again in the future. And like I said earlier, this all happened for a reason. Now I'm not going to think too much about why it happened because I would go insane because I believe it's bigger than me. And even if it happened just to show me those lessons of, of marking my allergy medicine so I know that I took it or ensuring my keys are properly secured, uh, when I go for a run or leave the house, Then I'm happy. I don't think these things happen for no particular reason. There's always lessons to be learned when tragedy bestows upon you. And to be able to not let those events turn you into a monster, to be able to face tragedy with positive energy, that can make all the difference. Uh, There's this great scene during Rocky Balboa where Rocky's talking to his son about life and Rocky says to his son, you, me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. I try to do this every time, quote unquote, bad things happen in my life. Even if you might look at them and think that what happened to me yesterday wasn't bad. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily important how bad whatever happened to me was because everyone categorizes situations and events differently so it doesn't necessarily matter how others view it it's a matter of how you view it it's a matter of not letting bad things like that knock me off a course and that's why i say things like this happened for a reason the universe has a plan for me that even i can't see i say things like this to help me cope with unfortunate circumstances to reassure myself that I'll be okay. I just got to keep moving forward. And I recently read Unbroken earlier in 2021. It's about a lieutenant named Louis Zamperini. He became a POW during Second World War. And this man right here, guys, this man, I could do a whole podcast just on this man. But later in the book, he became a POW, and that's a prisoner of war. And he has the same mindset I'm talking about right here. When he was suffering, he would answer with hope. He would answer desperation with creativity. And most importantly, he wouldn't let a bad day, no matter how bad it got. And guys, it got so fucking bad. Like so bad, you and everyone you know will never experience his level of bad. He wouldn't let that break his will to survive. Well, he got close a couple times and I, I can't even imagine how difficult it was for him. He never broke. Hence the name of the book, Unbroken. This is what I'm trying to get across to you all. If you're going through a hard time right now, a bad time, however you want to categorize it, don't let that hurt you any more than it should. Understand that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that you will get through whatever it is that you're going through. Like I said earlier, one thing that's helped me is reflecting at the end of the day. You know, get your journal out. Write what happened to you. But make sure you finish it with gratitude. What are you grateful for in your life? Even though all these quote unquote bad things happen to you, find stuff to be grateful for. Find stuff to help you keep moving forward. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate anyone that's still listening. If. You haven't left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Please do that if you enjoyed this episode. I'd really appreciate it if you recommend this to a friend, someone you know going through a hard time right now, can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Send it to them. Hopefully, they get some valuable information from this. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, my personal page is petri richard underscore, and then my fitness page is richard petri fitness. And yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll catch you next Thursday. Peace.